Welcome to The Grace Space, a space to unlearn what the fitness industry has ingrained in our minds for years. From weights making us bulky to eating 1,200 calories a day, health and fitness can be so black and white, which causes unhealthy relationships with food, exercise, and ultimately, ourselves. When you come to a gray space, you will learn how to stay consistent with the things that genuinely make you feel good and enjoy. So come hang with me and learn how to take back your life without labels, guilt, or restriction. Welcome to the gray space. Hi guys, welcome back. Always happy to have you here. I'm recording this a week before this is out. So right now I am actually getting back from my best friend's bachelorette party. We're going to Destin and I'm so excited. I've never been there. So let's pray that I'm actually home around this time and not dealing with any connecting flight delays or cancellations. And I am knocking on wood right now. This is the first time though that I'm not going to be hungover from a, from a trip like this, which is kind of weird. But I don't know, with everything going on this weekend, we do have a lot planned for this. And I am a little nervous of how well I'm gonna be able to keep up just because when you are pregnant, the exhaustion is insane. So I have a feeling my hangover is gonna be more of that exhaustion feeling. Someone messaged me saying she's in a bride Facebook group and she sees that so many brides talk about how upset they are when it's their time to get married and their friends that are pregnant or have kids don't wanna go. And I don't know, I'm not letting pregnancy stop me from making great memories with my girlfriends. She said it shows how much you value your friendships, which I thought was so sweet. I do, I mean, I believe it's so important to cherish your girlfriends. We were supposed to leave for this trip in April cause she's getting married in May, but she was kind enough to move her date to October for me because I would be one month postpartum and it would just be way too hard for me to make it happen then. Um, And conveniently, her other girlfriend is pregnant. She's only one month ahead of me. So it'll be nice that I'm not the only pregnant one, Uh, but she didn't have to do that. And this is exactly what I was talking about in last week's episode, how friendship dynamics will change when you're pregnant and becoming a mom. But if you have your girlfriend supporting you, and you also make that effort so it doesn't turn one-sided, you don't have to worry about losing your friends once you become a mom. I got a couple messages about this and what it really comes down to is the support and making effort on. Let's get into the question of the week. How soon should I expect to see results from diet and exercise? The black and white answer that Google gives us is (laughs) eight to 14 days. The time it takes to see results from diet and workout depend on various factors such as your starting point, your goals, and your consistency. However, a general estimate is that you can expect to see results from working out between 8 to 14 days after exercise. This is the time it takes your body to adapt to the stimulus and improve your fitness level. I have a good bit to say on this, and I really think it'll help manage your expectations so you can come to a gray space on this because this is a very, very popular question. We all want results and we want them fast. They are correct in saying it depends because it depends on so many things. Number one, you technically start seeing results day one because you are now one day further than yesterday on building a new habit and improving your health and longevity. But I know you guys wanna know 
when am I going to see that physical change? When am I going to look in the mirror and see all of my hard work pay off? There are so many different ways I can answer this question, but I think the most important thing to realize is you don't want fast results. And what I mean by fast results is fast in weight loss, seeing the pounds drop drastically on the scale. And the reason why is it's impossible for our bodies to drop that amount of weight in body fat that fast. The mindset a lot of people have is if I do something more rigid and restrictive, the faster my results will come. Believe me, I had that mindset too. I did the rigid and restrictive things and this was the reality of those results. You could lose the 15 to 20 pounds in a month, but what you lost is water weight, you lost a lot of lean muscle and a little bit of body fat and you gained a whole lot of disordered eating and body image problems. Some people are thinking right now, I don't care if I lose muscle, as long as I'm smaller and fit into my clothes, it's fine. I had the same mindset and I'm going to tell you right now, it's only going to last for a little and then you won't be satisfied and think you have to continue doing something even more restrictive to maintain or keep seeing the results. When in reality, most women should be losing about half a pound to a pound a week if they are dieting properly. That way, it's mostly body fat that you are only losing. Yes, when we are in a calorie deficit, we will lose some lean muscle, but we have to remember muscle is the foundation of youth. If you want to have that young, youthful look, you want to keep muscle on your body. Plus, your hormonal health will not be in disarray. So say you want to lose 20 pounds. It would take the average woman 20 weeks if perfection existed. Remember that. There are times we are going to be sick, go on vacation, just have a bad week that things won't always go according to plan. But the gray space in all of this is fast results are not good. And if we change our expectations and focus on going more easy on ourselves and develop a lifestyle that we don't have to feel like rigid and restrictive is the only way to go, you will be so much faster to your results than going down the path of constantly losing it and gaining it back. So it is my birthday on Friday. I am turning 28. I'm having a very chill birthday because the following day is our gender reveal and our Halloween party. We're combining them both. So everyone is dressing up. Uh, since my birthday is so close to Halloween, you can guess pretty much every party my family has had for me or Bobby and I have hosted has been a Halloween party. I think it's fun to dress up. Some people hate it. I have always loved it. I technically met Bobby at a Halloween party. What I mean by that is like we've met before, but this is one of the first times we hung out a lot at this party. He was dressed up as Snow White. <laughs> a bunch of girls helped him with his makeup and he had like, what, a triple X Snow White costume on. I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of disturbing. But ironically, my friends and I showed up as the Seven Dwarves. I was bashful, but I'll be honest, I was not bashful that night, that's for sure. This will be our third annual Halloween party at our house since we've moved in. Uh, definitely the biggest one because it is the gender reveal. I've never been so stressed out with the amount of people that are about to be in our house. I hope they all fit. Please pray for nice weather. We only invited our close family and friends, but the problem is it's still like 70 some people because both of our families are huge and 
I'm just praying our neighbors don't hate us for how many cars are about to be parked outside of our house and all through our neighborhood. But I'll be sure to do a recap on how it goes. 28 is a big year for me because I've always told myself once I'm past 27, I am officially old as hell. Do I think that now? No, not really. But it is crazy to think I'm almost out of my 20s. And I know there are some of you listening and wishing you were turning 28. But let me mourn this year because 27 was definitely a golden year. I want to share with you guys the five life realizations I have learned. I always like to do a little reflection of the past year around my birthday. So I figured why not turn this into an episode? All right, let's start off light. I realized I'm officially over the partying and drinking lifestyle. And no, it's not just because I'm pregnant because I figured this out last October around my birthday when we were back up at Slippery Rock for homecoming. That's where Bobby and I went to college and we were visiting my brother. And we even booked a hotel room because we were like, we're gonna be drinking at the tailgate. We're gonna be going out all night. And yeah, we went to the tailgate for a little bit and then we got pizza. And Bobby was completely sober that we just agreed to go home. This was also the first year we avoided going out the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, We stayed in for New Year's. I gave up alcohol three months during Lent. I don't know. The lifestyle just started getting old for me. And I never thought it would because I loved getting dressed, going to the clubs, dancing, getting hammered with my friends. Like it was just so fun to me. But what it's turned into is I now enjoy going out to like more of a nice dinner, enjoy some good drinks, be in bed by 10, 11. And my brother always does remind me because he's six years younger than me that I am old and being around his crowd, it does make me feel weird. So I, I am curious to see how I end up balancing just my social life in general when the baby's here because I don't want pregnancy or becoming a mom to stop us from doing things entirely, but they definitely have become way less of an importance and I really did prove to myself how ready I am to become a mom and just say goodbye to that lifestyle. There is nothing wrong with enhancing your beauty, but manage your expectations and save your money if you wanna get this stuff done. This was the first year I invested in medical spa treatments. I got the Virtue RF microneedling done, Botox, and a little bit of lip filler. If you don't know what Virtue RF is, another name for it is Morpheus 8. And if you don't know what that is, it's microneedling on crack. I have always had a very round face. First place I ever gain weight is always my face and it's just been a big insecurity of mine. And I always wanted a little more of a profound jawline. So I scheduled a consultation with Chelsea from Avera Beauty. Would recommend her to anyone in the Pittsburgh area. And I just asked her, you know, what could I do for this? And the Virtue RF is what she had suggested due to the fact that it helps stimulate collagen in your face, which will help give it that lift I was going for. I'll be honest, it hurt like a bitch and it was pretty expensive. I got two sessions and I should have probably gotten a third, but after looking at my before and afters, I was happy with the results, but I had to manage my expectations that I wasn't going to have this snatch jawline like you would if you got like lipo or air sculpt. You would have to spend a lot more money and do something that isn't as natural to get more of that dramatic look. So always remember that and manage your expectations when it comes to getting any treatments like this. 
Botox is something that is more preventative. I don't have a lot of wrinkles, but I did on my forehead and I trusted Chelsea on choosing the areas I needed it the most. And then lip filler was my favorite out of everything. I only got half of a syringe, but when I tell you it made such the difference, I have very full lips. Like people have cracked jokes that I can land a plane on my bottom lip because it is so much bigger than my top. And I wanted them to be a little bit more even. Some people would say I'm crazy because they are already full, but I do love the look of a full lip. And I immediately love the results. Your lips do swell a lot the next day, but they do go down pretty quickly. And I also had some bruising, but I am, I'm so excited to go back. I'm not going to be that person that goes crazy and like ends up looking like a platypus. Like I said, I only did half of a syringe, but a little goes a long way always suggest listening to your aesthetic nurse. And if you are interested in going to a med spot, don't expect to come out looking like a Kardashian. Like you're going to look just like you with any of these treatments, but maybe just a little more youthful and a little enhanced. Don't put money as number one. Money makes things a hell of a lot easier, but if you don't put God in your family before it, it won't bring you happiness. You might think it will or it could show you in the beginning on how great everything it is, but honestly, at what cost? If you don't have your family or relationship with God, a lot of issues that can occur, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Stop letting the fear of what people think get in your way. I have spent my entire life caring what people think about me, and personally, I am done giving a shit. It has helped me show up on here more authentic and consistently. I have really tried to work on that this year because being worried what people are saying about me while I'm, you know, maybe at the gym filming a workout or I'm in a public area snapping pictures, that's going to hurt me way more caring about what they think than those people. It's not affecting them at all. They're just looking at me being like, what the hell is she doing? Not speaking up, I'm worried I'm going to offend someone if I talk about a certain subject. I'm a huge people pleaser. I hate confrontation, but that's honestly not helping me find my people. It's not helping me find my voice. You have to have thick skin putting your life out on social media and you can't please everyone or let negative comments eat at you. I've always said this, it's none of my business what people say about me behind closed doors. And I'd like to keep it that way because it would eat at me. This is way easier said than done but I feel like I've made a lot of improvements with this. Uh, just don't be afraid to speak up. Go after something that you want to do. Make those cringy TikToks. You'll be so happy you decided to go for it, even if people in your life think it's silly or are judging you. When you feel like giving up, it's actually your sign to keep going. I can relate this to so many things in life. Me personally, it was my business this year. Not going to lie, I started to lose the passion for it and really got in my head on what direction I should take it if I wanted to just be a content creator and make money that way or continue coaching. Sometimes being in this industry, it can be really difficult because people think just because you hire a coach, all your problems will be solved. But in reality, it is just the beginning. People also believe my profession is just writing up a diet and exercise plan and say, here you go, I'll check in with you in a week. 
Yeah, a crappy coach, sure. But for me, we're working on breaking habits and insecurities these women have developed as early as childhood. I'm getting to know them at such a vulnerable level. They're telling me their deepest insecurities. And for someone to not be able to think one thing they love about themselves, to put in the work and then come out a more confident person, it's not easy. You learn their weaknesses and you work through them together. And sometimes the physical results don't come right away with that, which can lead into people giving up or complain it's not fast enough for them. And sometimes it got to me. I wanted them to see all the progress they were making, but all they cared about was the number on the scale going down. So it can be mentally challenging and you can't help but take it personal because you want to see physical results for them just as much as they do. But getting someone to that mindset of not solely just focusing on aesthetics is extremely difficult. And I've had to turn down a lot of recent consultations because I just didn't think we were a good fit because those people want that rigid coach that's just going to tell you to eat 1200 calories and run a couple miles every single day and that's not me. So I just let myself take the time to think about what direction I was going to go with my career and it kept bringing me back to coaching. I think just taking the pressure off myself and let life show me where my passion was really gave me my answer. Every check-in that came in and the positive messages I was getting from current and even past clients just on how well they're doing and how I've made such an impact on their lives just made me realize this is what I'm meant to do. So if you feel like you are someone who is losing their passion for whatever it may be, take a step back and don't put so much pressure on it and let life show you the signs that it showed me. I'm not saying to stop your passion. Like I never stopped coaching while I was going through this, but I didn't put pressure on myself that I have to do this for the rest of my life and I could choose a different career path if I wanted to. So those were my main takeaways I had this year worth sharing. There will not be an episode next week, so I hope you guys have a fun Halloween weekend. Keep an eye out on social media because we will be posting the gender reveal. Guys, I'm so torn. I have no idea. Sometimes I think boy, other times I'm sure it's a girl. Bobby admitted this morning he would be so happy if it was a girl and I was shocked because he's been saying it's 100% a boy this whole time. I don't know, but keep an eye out. Love you guys. Bye.